concerned. Such a huge universe seems to be cosmic overkill, because those inhabitants occupy only the tiniest part of its awe-inspiring volume, namely the surface of an approximate sphere a mere 12,000 kilometers across. The wizards call this sphere Round World 2. Its inhabitants call it Earth, because that's what the surface is usually made of, except for the wet, rocky, sandy and icy bits, a typically parochial attitude. Until a few centuries ago, they thought that Earth was fixed at the centre of the universe. The rest, which revolved around it or wandered crazily across the sky, was of minor importance, since it didn't contain them. Round World the Planet, as the name suggests, is round. Not round like a disc, but round like a football. It is younger than Round World the Universe, about one-third of its age. Though cosmically minuscule, the planet is fairly big compared to its inhabitants, so that if you live there, and you're stupid, you can be fooled into imagining that it's flat. To prevent the planet's inhabitants falling off, the rules state that a mysterious force glues them on. Thankfully, there are no world-bearing elephants. If there were, the inhabitants would be able to walk round their world to the point where it meets an elephant. This world-bearing beast of immense power would appear to be lying on its back, its feet in the air. Paint the soles yellow, and you wouldn't be able to see it floating in a bowl of custard. Round World's rules are democratic. Not only does this mysterious force glue people to their world, it glues everything to everything else. But the glue is weak, and everything can, and usually does, move. This includes Round World the planet. It does have a sun, but this sun does not go round the planet. Instead, the planet goes round the sun. Worse, that doesn't create day and night. Instead, it produces seasons because the planet is tilted. Also, the orbit isn't circular, it's a bit squashed, which is typical of Round World's jerry-built construction. So to get day and night, the planet has to spin as well. It works in its way. If you're really stupid, you can be fooled into imagining that the sun goes round the planet. But, wouldn't you just know it, the spin also prevented Round World from being a sensible sphere, because when it was molten, it got sort of squashed, just like its orbit. Oh, forget it. As a consequence of this hopelessly bungled arrangement, the sun has to be enormous and a very long distance away. So it has to be ridiculously hot. So hot that special new rules have to come into play to allow it to burn. And then almost all of its prodigious energy output is wasted, trying to warm up empty space. Round World has no supports. It appears to think it's a turtle, because it swims through space, tugged along by those mysterious forces. Its human inhabitants are not bothered by a sphere that swims, despite the absence of flippers. But then, people turned up, at most, 400,000 years ago, one hundredth of a percent of the lifetime of the planet and they seem to have turned up by accident, starting out as little blobs and then spontaneously becoming more complex. But they argue a lot about that.
They're not terribly bright, to be honest, and they only started to work out modern scientific rules of the universe they live in 400 years ago, so they've got a lot of catching up to do. The inhabitants refer to themselves optimistically as Homo sapiens, meaning wise man, in an appropriately dead language. Their activities seldom fit that description, but there are occasional glorious exceptions. They should really be called Pan-Narans, the storytelling ape, because nothing appeals to them more than a rollicking good yarn. They are Narrativium incarnate, and they are currently refashioning their world to resemble Discworld so that things do happen because people want them to. They have invented their own form of magic, with spells like make a dugout canoe, switch on the light, and log into Twitter. This kind of magic cheats.